The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge to get started today. The IDP Pro Players Pod is a proud member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, home of the hottest, smartest, and fastest-growing sports gambling and fantasy football providers in professional sports entertainment to date. And now, without any further delay, here's your veteran, infamous No Dirty O in season and senior IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary, the IDP tipster, coming off the edge as always with their deepest standard league NFL defensive takes. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. This week I am joined, as is tradition, with the IDP tipster, Mr. Gary Van Dyke, the senior analyst at the SGPN Network for IDP. Gary, how are you, sir? I'm doing great and totally excited. Yes, sir. We got a huge guest this week, Bob Lung, the owner of Big Guy Fantasy Sports, the author of the Fantasy Football Consistency Guide, the creator of the King's Classic and the Fantasy Football Expo, at Bob underscore Lung on Twitter. Bob, how are you, sir? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Thank you for coming, man. This is going to be a good one, and we'll get you started right at the beginning. So how did you get into fantasy football? So way back in 1985, a friend of mine came home from uh, these things they call bookstores back then, where you actually had to go back in public to buy books. Uh, and he had a slow book called Playing Fantasy Football by a gentleman named Chris Charpentier. He said, read this. I think this would be a lot of fun for us to do. I did. And as they say, the rest is history. And that same league is still exists. I think we still have seven original members. We still play touchdown only, just like we had to score it by hand back in 1985. So that's how it all got started. I always tell people I was playing fantasy football long before it was cool. (laughs) So how about some IDP? You uh, dabbled any? I've done a little bit of it every once in a while. Somebody will have a league that combines them both. Um, A couple years ago, I had some guys, uh, some friends of mine, did actually some consistency IDP in the guide. You know, it's not something I certainly would say I'm any good at, but if you throw it in with regular offense, I can make it work. And plus, I have experts like you guys to go follow up with and go, hey, who should I pick if I'm in this thing? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I can play whatever I want. I just have to go find the right experts to help me. I feel you, man. I, I I don't spend any time on that offense to to speak of that dirty O. Just eludes me the last few years, especially trying to you know really concentrate on the defensive side of the ball. Right. But uh, that's that's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So with that in mind, what is your favorite format, and uh, what's your favorite platform? Favorite format, I guess. So are we talking draft? Or are we talking format? Because my favorite draft style is always auction. That's the only, in my opinion, it's the only way to do it. Snake draft is just luck of the draft. I mean, granted, if you're good at it, you should be able to draft from any position and win. I agree with that 100%. But I feel like there's certain players that I like, you know, consistency, you know, model shows me some players that I like. And if I don't draft at a certain spot or I don't have close to the ADP of that player, I mean, I get them regardless of how strong I am, feel for them. If I'm doing an auction league, that's a whole different story. 
I can get whoever I want. Just a question of how much I pay for them, right? So I definitely like that. I mean, format, I feel that, you know, PPR is definitely always has been the way to go. People will argue, but some say, well, half PPR or half point is, is more true. You could argue all day on this stuff. It is what it is. It's still fun. I don't care what format. I mean, heck, we've Scott Fish Bulls and some of these other ones. I think the uh, John Bosch's uh, Fantasy Football Eliminators this year has punters in it. So <laughs> whatever. Bring it on. Let's go. League management. There are certain ones that I think are easier to use, like ESPN. You know, But then again, you don't get the bells and whistles. I mean, I'm an old school guy, so yeah, I still kind of like the MFL and you can do whatever you want. Uh, sleepers okay, but it doesn't excite me like I know it does many others. I think they like the chat thing in there, which is okay. I mean, they all have their moments. I mean, some I just won't pay for, but most of the time, if I want to get on a certain thing, I just ask the people because I know them and I say, hey, can I have a freebie? And they give it to me. So who might argue? Nice. Good stuff. We're big MFL guys here. So mm-hmm. that is good stuff. How about how about the writing, the content creation and creating big guy fantasy sports? How did all that happen? Well, it all started in 2002 when in my touchdown only league, my home league, um, I had, uh, you know, since it's touchdown only, we actually made it very, again, we didn't know any better in 1985. Rushing touchdowns were six points. Passing touchdowns were three for the quarterback, three for the wide receiver. If you had two stud running backs, you were going to do really well in this league. So 2002, I, I forget who my other running back was, but I have Sean Alexander. He wins the MVP, rushes for like 15, 16 touchdowns. And end of the regular season, I'm second in scoring points, but I'm I'm seven and seven. I don't make the playoffs. And I was furious. I was not happy. And I'm like, it must have been bad luck. It must have been bad luck. Well, as an accountant during the day, I'm obviously like numbers. So I'm like, well, let's let's break this down. What what happened here? And I'm like, you know. I kind of remember him do, having some really big games that were in which he did. He had five touchdowns on one Monday night game. He had three and one, two and another. So out of those three games alone in the first 14 weeks, he had basically rushed for two thirds of his touchdowns. So I got five more through the rest of those remaining 11 games. And I'm like, man, if he had scored a touchdown every week, I would have actually won two more games and made the playoffs and would have won the championship. And that's where the consistency thing kind of came about. I'm like, well, if that's in case in that, well, then that should apply to any scoring method. I just have to create a a model to figure that out, which I did. Um, And then just through the years, databases and web base and all that kind of stuff, hired people to kind of create the tools that I have out there so that people can put in their own scoring method on Big Guy Fantasy Sports. It'll tell you who the most consistent players are in that format. And it just helps people under, you know, I want people to understand that, that that's a, a, just, just an, an added part to your draft arsenal. I mean, it's not the end all. Just because you be my guy doesn't mean you're going to win a championship. But if you add it to the other stuff and other great sites out there, I think you can find that it's give you a little bit of an edge over people that just go out and, you know, hey, well, this guy was a top 10 scorer last year. Yeah, but if he was 50% consistent because he was all over the place, that's really not going to help your team on a week-to-week basis. And that's what the whole concept was really about. So, that's kind of how that all got in play. And then, you know, wrote for a number of sites for years, you know, never made a dime, uh, decided finally, you know, probably 10 years ago to start my own site because I wanted it to focus all on consistency and being a part of a big site just meant I was just a peon and people didn't really care that much about me. So I just wanted to focus on that. And it's certainly has paid off. Indeed it has. 
Don't miss Johnny the Greek's Cornerback Corner this season exclusively on Substack. Head over to cornerbackcorner.substack.com and subscribe now to catch Season 4 of the Cornerback Corner. Don't settle for set-and-forget corner options. Maximize your production and let's take home those titles. With a 72% accuracy over the last three seasons, 15-plus years of streaming corner experience, and 20-plus years of IDP experience, you're in capable hands with Johnny the Greek. Join me for the best streaming corner options and advice every week, all season long, in both written and audio format at cornerbackcorner.substack.com. The IDP Pros Podcast is presented by EdgeBoost, the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in betting advances. Imagine what you can do with that increased bankroll. Get down on some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll for months on end. You can double down on your favorite bet, use it to create an awesome middle, or hedge that parlay you've almost hit. Hedge Boost isn't some sleazy loan shark. They charge 0% interest. Do you know of a way you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest? Well, you do now. Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indeed it has. I mean, you have to be one of the most respected guys out here in the industry as far as I'm concerned. And it's always been that way since I have dove into this chaos we call fantasy football industry, especially on the Twitter verse, which is where at least I got sucked in at, you know, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but you know, yeah, sometimes you look back at this and you think, damn Twitter. How has the consistency guide changed since you first published it? What has been some of the tweaks year to year? Basically year to year, the format itself has changed just a little bit, but I kind of keep pretty much the same thing. Cause you know, I want the book to be of course consistent. Um, so I don't make a lot of changes from year to year. If I do, I usually add one thing per year. This year, we have a new tool um, kind of forecasting consistency based on their historical. Not only do we have the consistency data, but if you break it down by the player and you click on their details, it literally shows you how they do home versus away versus a top 10 defense, bottom 10 defense or, or in between. And then there's an actual tool called the uh, kind of the historical consistency report which you can go in and pick a player. Let's say, you know, you pick Patrick Mahomes and you can and you can actually pick one, two, three, however many years you want to go back. And it shows the consistency broken down by those categories, home versus nice. away, and then those positions. So you can see, now granted, Patrick Mahomes is consistent all the time, but you might see, hey, at home against a top 10 defense or on a road against a top 10 defense, he might only be 50% consistent. So that's things you can use for DFS or for you're not going to bench him, obviously, but DFS stuff or, you know, where you might see, hey, you know, on the road against a bad defense, he's seven for seven, 100 percent consistent average, you know, 30.5 games points per game. You're like, yeah, let's play him in DFS this week or let's, you know, obviously we start him this week or, you know, whatever the case may be. But it's just an added tool where it becomes more beneficial is when you have those start sits when those marginal players, your wide mm-hmm. receiver three, you know, and you're like, Hey, here's, you know, um, Marvin Jones versus, you know, Kendrick Bourne. They're playing home. He's playing away. 
He's playing against a good defense. He's playing against a bad defense. You can look at that historical information and you can see how well they've done in that scenario. You might go, oh, Kendrick Bourne's done really well in this. So let's put him in this week. So that's the kind of tools we have out there that's just more than just, oh, they are consistent. It's consistent by game scenarios. And that's always been important that I use in a lot of things when I'm trying to decide, right. make those decisions. Um, and that's what that tool does. You can show three different people and you can see the next three weeks of how they play for like picking up people off the waiver wires and stuff. Well, for one, I'm going to derail this dirty O talk a little bit, guys. But uh, before I do, I got to admit, I mean, the consistency guide talk, and you talking about Mahomes, you ain't going to set them. But in my eyes, uh, I kind of use that kind of system myself. And in a standard league, if you're looking at starting Mahomes or Herbert, and you've got something splitting the damn offensive dirty ass hairs like that, right? Then you might choose Herbert on the road if he's got yeah, a better right. consistency, right? Yeah, so definitely. Let's let's uh, switch a little bit here. What's your favorite t- or who's your favorite team, and how do you think they'll do this year? Well, I live in Northeast Ohio, so <clears throat> you know I obviously have to be a Browns fan, so I stay true to my team. A um, lot of Ohio. Fantasy football people. I mean, you got Davenport, you got Lon, oh, yeah. or Mike yeah. Miller. Well, like there's a lot of guys from Columbus that are kind of in between. Right. You know, like you said, you mentioned Gary Davenport lives in Columbus, but he's a Browns fan. But like there's Andrew Hall and he's a Bengals fan. So we're kind of all over the board. Now, I'm kind of a closet Raiders fan because back in the days in the 70s when Browns sucked, which was <laughs> happened more often, but at least they were good in the 80s. But in the 70s, they sucked. So I needed a team to root for that could actually beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, the only team that was was the Raiders. So I kind of became a Raiders fan. You know, I was a big fan of like Fred Blitnikoff because he kind of seemed like that old school guy that just got the job done. He wasn't flashy. He right. wasn't. He didn't have any spectacular things other than he always caught the ball on third down. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just followed him and just followed the Raiders, kind of like the Al Davis, just win baby attitude so i've always been a kind of a closet raiders fan too but the browns are first on the list bob that's kind of funny because I, as a ohio guy uh when i was becoming a nfl fan everybody i knew loved pittsburgh cleveland and Bengals. living in ohio so right. i i kind of went looking somewhere else and dan fouts <laughs> caught dan fouts caught my attention so oh, i actually go. became a chargers fan a long time ago early 80s Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool. Both of us ended up on the West Coast from Ohio. Just kind of, I mean, I root for Ohio and I love Ohio State. Well, and living in Canton for the last 34 years, mm-hmm. I've been a volunteer driver for Hall of Fame weekend. So I've driven Al Davis around, John Madden around. I know I've met Dan Fouts multiple times. It's It's been an amazing experience, but uh, it is kind well, of I'm also to- cut right in then. With that being said, let me slide this one in there. It's an expert question, but how's it feel to rub elbows with those guys? I mean, that's got to be really cool. To Yeah. The first probably five years, I think I was just in awe Mm -hmm. because I was standing there and there's Deacon Jones and there's Walter Payton and there's Webb (laughs) Eubank, um, the coach of the Bajets. There's Dan Fouts and, you know, then Fred Blitnikoff and all these famous, you know, Joe Namath and, you know, guys that I knew growing up as a kid are now all standing around me chatting and telling stories. And I wish I could have recorded them all because they're all just amazing. 
And then as I've gotten older and got into the fantasy world, now I know more players. It's just been, it, it, it's, it's exactly what you think it is. It's just, and you're just in awe. And even 34 years later, me, you know, and I still haven't gotten, you know, well, Peyton came in a couple of years ago. I met him, but, you know, like Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And, you know, all these guys will be coming through, you know, this year I'm driving DeMarcus Ware. Uh, a couple of years ago, I had John Lynch. And, you know, I grew up as a big John Lynch fan, not because he was just, just because he was a badass. Right. Um, right. And he's a super nice guy. You know, now he, of course, leads the 49ers. Of course, I picked his brain about fantasy and he didn't know what I did on the side. <laughs> but his son actually narked on me by the end and he kind of laughed it off. But it's just it is exactly what you think it is. It's you're just and every year it seems like more celebrities come in. Like last year, I got a. I got a picture with Rich Eisen and Michael Keegan Key, uh, who was just there because he was nice. like one of the players. I don't know. He knew one of the players real well. So there's a lot sweet. of celebrities that have come through as well because they're big football fans. Um, so I was just getting ready to say, it's not like you just dropped a couple of names there, Bob. <laughs> you, you, you loaded up the truck and I'm sure you're forgetting a few names. Yeah, there's a lot of names. I always tell people we could I could do like a three hour episode on just telling great <laughs> stories from my 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 years. All right. Well, we'll get you on schedule somewhere Perfect. August. Yeah. Sound good? <laughs> don't don't open that door for me. The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our NBA Finals and Stanley Cup Finals contest. Enter exclusively on the SGPN app. We've got series props and game props. A $100 SGPN gift card is up for grabs for each contest. Download the SGPN app and enter today. Let's uh, let's rewind a little bit. So tell us about the expo. How did that come to be? Uh, What can people expect from it? What's it like? So the expo... Actually, it's kind of a, a growing combination of many things. So being a volunteer driver, I've watched the Hall of Fame grow from a small two-day event into this five-day extravaganza with concerts and football games and you know everything else in between. And as I got deeper into the fantasy community and I was you know there, I kept thinking to myself, if they can put on this kind of event with half a million people coming to town for why, should, why can't we do a fantasy football thing like this? And I would bring it up to folks probably for the last 10 years, really. You know, I'd be like, hey, guys, yeah, this fantasy stuff's kind of a big deal. I know a lot of people in it. We should try to do something together. And no disrespect to them, but they all kind of just patted me on the head like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> and, and it didn't make sense for them, for somebody from Canton, Ohio, to be big in the fantasy football world. Now, if somebody from New York came in town and said that they were big in the fantasy world, they probably would have jumped up and down for him. But they kind of just ignored me. And I, was, I, I didn't get mad about it. I was like, okay, I get it. It's, it's a commitment. And then about you know, well, four years ago, fantasy football doesn't have the best of the best competition. We should have something here in Canton, Ohio, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Because baseball has labor draft and the tout wars draft. And it was always the best of the best. And they always had it at really cool locations. And in 2018, they had it at the Staten Island AAA Yankees locker room. And that's where they held their draft, fantasy baseball draft. Sirius XM was there live, and it just sounded awesome. And so by then, I started to know people. So I emailed Brad Evans and Mike Clay, Andy Barron's guys I knew in the industry. And I'm like, hey, guys, 
look, baseball has been doing this for years. We really should have a best of the best draft. Would you guys be interested? If I put it together, would you guys come to Canton, Ohio? And we did it live in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And they all went, love it. Let's do this. So I let them talk to SiriusXM because they had the poll. And in 2018, we did our first Kings Classic draft. And it was a huge success. And then the rest is history. huh? Yeah. And then 2019, I said, well, why don't we add an expo, like a trade show, panel discussions the next day? You guys are already in town for this. We'll just make a weekend out of it. And that went well. And I mean, it, it went okay. We had 75 people the first year, but everybody had a great time. Everybody loved it. Everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. And then 2020 came, and of course, nothing happened. And I was like, oh, that's it. That's going to that's gonna be the death of it. You know, I thought it was over. And then, you know, like March of 2021, people were started asking me, hey, we're going to do this expo this year. I'm like, well, I guess we can, you know, people are getting, there's vaccinations and things are heading in the right direction. I said, all right, I'll I'll put it on, you know, I guess we'll see what happens. And 500 people showed up (laughs) and last year was 750 and this year we're expecting a thousand. So um, it just grew exponentially really fast. And I'm honored that everybody loves it and comes to it. So it's, it's a great time. I mean, it's, it's exactly what it, you see it is on the, the website. It's uh, If you read the learn more on the homepage and click on it, it pretty much breaks down the weekend. We got a party on Friday night, party on Saturday night, drafts all day on Saturday. The whole expo is 50 trade show booths, four different panel discussions going on at the same time for six hours on Sunday yeah. live inside the uh, dome football field that they have there behind the Hall of Fame now. It's going to be huge. A couple of quick questions, and then we'll get back on some of the teams and some Raiders. But as a writer podcaster that's going to be there for this entire weekend, what two things would you suggest I don't miss? I hate to say it, but don't miss the parties. Because that's the place where everybody is comfortable and just chatting, and they get to know each other, and there's a lot of networking, Mm -hmm. and you share stories like, you know, hey, what do you do? Who you write for? You, you know, you might say, oh, hey, I've got IDP and somebody like, hey, you know, would you be interested in writing for my site? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of networking that goes on at both of those parties. That's what everybody just kind of seems to enjoy. Um, the expo itself, of course, is great regardless of your, you know, because we're all fans, right? We're all fans right. of I'm a fan of you guys for IDP and you're a fan of me for right. consistency guide, right? Um, yeah. We're all fans and we can all learn from each other. So the expo certainly has this thing and we have all these different panel discussions and people talk about what they do and, and their expertise. And we record them all. So you, if you miss one, you can watch it online afterwards. But the whole idea yeah. is that for people to kind of learn and, and gain new ideas and new perspectives and everybody right. learns from it. So um, sometimes people kind of give me grief about, oh, it's just for content creators. No, it's not. We're all fans. Right. Uh, it, it's all 100 percent fans. It's just we're just fans of each other. That's all. <laughs> Give me the one thing the fan wouldn't want to miss. I mean, Sunday would be it. But the cool thing is, I would think as a fan, you obviously probably follow sites. You have some favorites, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's Fantasy Alarm or you guys or me or whoever, or all the above. The fact that they're all there and you can meet them face to face and ask them questions and take a picture. or I, I just feel like as a fan, that is kind of the cool way of making a connection. If you're a fan who might be interested in writing and share some ideas, certainly some people that were there over the past couple of years as fans have gotten jobs, you know, writing for sites. So, um, you know, if that's what you want to do, if you don't, it's fine. 
come and learn, come and enjoy, come and hang out. This year, we've got some potential other uh, big names hopefully coming um, that have, have made commitments. Um, and we're pretty sure they're going to be there, but uh, I right. won't say anything because I'm not supposed to until they announce it. But I think you're going to be surprised at who, who will be there that uh, may be a big deal. Nice. Fact. The National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes. And we already know finding new innovations in research, surgical options, and clinical trials is essential to finding a cure. And to all those fantasy football ladies that may be listening, we also know with early detection your survival rate goes up. And that's why breast self-exams are very important and the best way to give your old girls their best fighting chance to win the championship. So, with all that being said, the fellas here at the IDP Pro Players Pod would like to remind everyone, the National Breast Cancer Foundation does take donations, so please, go and give what you can, and let's give our mothers, our wives, our sisters, and every woman, the support, the resources, and maybe even more importantly, the hope by knowing we all really do care. Be sure to enter the IDP Pros Podcast Roquan Smith Jersey Giveaway to benefit breast cancer awareness. All you have to do to enter is donate as little as $3 to any nationally recognized cancer organization, follow an account or two on Twitter, and retweet the entire post with the hashtag IDP Pro. Then you'll be entered into the drawing that will take place on September 24th. You can find that post on Twitter at IDP Pro Players Pod or at IDP Pro Manager Pod or by following Gary at the IDP Tipster. Let's help bring cancer to its knees. Awesome, man. That's good stuff. Let's uh let's circle back. Let's get you on record for some predictions this season. And okay. uh we'll talk Raiders and Browns here. How do you think both their seasons are gonna go if you had to guess in early June? The Browns. I wanna be optimistic. I really do. They really should have the team that if Deshaun Watson plays like he should from a couple of years ago, they've got the team around them. They've got a great running back in Nick Chubb. They've got a great offensive line. Uh, Amari Cooper, they've got Elijah Moore in the offseason to go along with um, Cooper. And, and even Donovan Peoples-Jones is pretty good. Got a really good tight end in David Njoku. So from a fantasy perspective and offense perspective, they should be really good. But what has always killed them is their defense. You guys know the defense side better than I do, but I know they went out and they got Zadarius Smith from Minnesota to go along with Miles Garrett. I think that from what I know. Oh, yeah, it's it's beautiful. Obviously, the Bengals are the team to beat in the AFC Central. I don't know if the Steelers are going to be very competitive and let's who knows with the Ravens. I mean, but, you know, with Harbaugh there, he's, they're always a tough team. I think they should go nine and seven at least. Maybe they'll go ten and six. I think they'll make the playoffs. They should. If they don't, I think there's going to be a big shakeup. Stefanski will be gone. And I mean, so this is, I think, his make or break year. It was a good signing, I think, to get Jim Schwartz to be their defensive guy. Um, do you agree with that? <laughs> As a Ohio guy, I think it's just been status quo and I'm bored with it. I gotcha. <laughs> so, like you said, I said, I think that they should, they should make the playoffs. They should do well. The Raiders, oh boy, that's a hot mess. The problem is I think they were very fine with where they were at Derek Carr at quarterback. Their defense sucked. They need to definitely improve that. But again, they had all the weapons, and I didn't think Gary Carr was doing that bad of a job. But obviously there was some discontent there. And the interesting thing is their coach is from Canton, Ohio, the high school here in Canton, Ohio. Um, 
he hasn't done well. This is the second time being a head coach and he just hasn't done well at it. Yeah, retreads are kind of tough. Yeah, and so, you know, now we're we're not sure if Jimmy G's foot's right. Devontae Adams is mad. Josh Jacobs wants a bigger deal. I just feel like, like from a fantasy perspective, I'm not drafting the single Raider at this point. Until some things start to fall in place a little bit better, I'm not touching them. Even Devontae Adams, I'm just like, no. Because he could go Randy Moss Raiders and just decide, look, man, I'm just not going to try I, I just I don't have a lot of faith in what they're where they're going, what they're doing. They're gonna be dead last in the AFC West for sure. Like you said, Jimmy G with the the physical he failed, that's not great. Uh, that throws everything up into the air. So I, I agree with you on the Raiders. Uh, let's get you on record for a June second Super Bowl prediction. <laughs> last week at my nephew's graduation party about how bad the NFC is now that Brady's gone. Just so many bad teams and so many bad quarterbacks. I think the Eagles run away with the NFC. The AFC, I mean, Chiefs are still the team to beat. The Bengals have done it before. I guess I'll be optimistic and I'll put the Bengals in the Super Bowl, but I think the Eagles will win. Nice. Yeah, they certainly reloaded. Uh, That is for sure. Uh, Side question. Have you ever been to a game at the Death Star yet? I have not been to a game. However, when I was out there in um, last year uh, for the FSGA conference, we took the tour of the stadium. So I have been inside of it, but not for a game. And it's awesome. <laughs> it, it looks but. incredible. Awesome. All right. So we've got one other side question here, and then Gary's got a good one for you. So do okay. you play any DFS or since gambling has become legal in Ohio, have you placed any bets yet? I do. I do very little DFS because kind of the consistency model doesn't play into very well. I've tried it. I've dabbled in it. Haven't been that successful. So I've kind of stayed away. However, I do love prop bets, and I do love using consistency model for that. On the ball. Definitely have done quite a bit with the prop bets, still trying to work out a system and all that kind of thing. Don't bet like, you know, the lines and over-unders and that, but prop bets I love because it's kind of a fantasy and gambling combined. <laughs> nice. Let's get off that dirty O and get on to some IDP straight out. As we wrap this up, I think, sure. but let's cover these players, man. Of course, we mentioned Max Crosby, mm-hmm. superstar in the making. I mean, if he's not already, I think we can expect to see that high motor and everything again this year. You guys got, you know, Tyree Wilson. Uh, I mm-hmm. believe you guys just, uh, that that's a great guy to replace Chandler Jones. Do you think right. that could happen as soon as this year? Chandler Jones didn't exactly come in and light it up. I know he right. played a a well-rounded role for the Raiders, but he didn't really, you know, pack his stat sheet or anything. Right. Anything you would like to see happen with those three? (laughs) Well, I mean, I obviously Tyree Wilson will, like you said, be a great addition. Um, But the problem is, is that again, their defensive backfield is so bad. They need to improve. And that's the thing is that Crosby has to get there quick. You know, and if they can get the ball out quick, he's not going to have that much of an effect until they improve that defensive backfield. I, I think that they're going to be in trouble giving up a lot of points. And they're playing in a division with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, uh, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but, it's not a good division not to have no, a really yeah. good, <laughs> decent secondary, at least. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's great you got the pass rushers, but you also have to have linebackers. And yeah. we're all waiting on Diablo to be able to get us a full season and, and to right. flash and give us those numbers. I mean, I think there's a lot of things here. I mean, this, I think, I feel like the team just needs to get back to what it's good at, which is, you know, running the ball, you know, using Devontae Adams uh, on offense. 
And by keeping drives alive, they keep the defense off the field, mm-hmm. which keeps them fresher. If they have too Great many threes and outs because the, the offense is not clicking, that defense is going to be in a, a lot of trouble, as any All defense right. would if they're tired. Ah, uh, morning. Nothing like waking up to crying kids, hungry pets, and an angry alarm clock. All a football fan wants is to get your kids to school, feed the dogs, and clock in at the office, and then you can finally settle in and enjoy a moment of peace with your morning cup of coffee. And you are just in time for the SGPN IDP Pro Manager Podcast, nice. which your idiot league mates haven't yet discovered. Ha! Let Craig and Gary start your day with all the reliable IDP information you need. Money. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern on the SGPN Fantasy Football YouTube channel, where your SGPN IDP pros know exactly what you need. Awesome. Besides another cup of coffee. Darn. I'm just going to let you off the hook now. And I'm just going to ask you, for a guy that might play standard just team defense as a total, yeah. where would you think you would put your, your Raiders at? Are, are it, they and any, the Browns and the Browns and the Browns, Browns yeah. probably in the, I would probably put them in the top 12 to 15 Raiders, probably the bottom five. I mean, I just, there's a lot of bad teams. I mean, obviously there's still bad teams out there like, you know, the lions and Vikings and them to give up a lot of points. But I think the Raiders were pretty bad in most of the categories last year in fantasy points given up to quarterbacks and wide receivers and, you know, that kind of stuff. Bottom 10 for sure. Wow. A lot better for IDP. And I'm going to side rail this one more time because. <laughs> the IDP pros podcast on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by edge boost. My edge boost double down play of the day is for Nikola Jokic to be the NBA finals MVP. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge to sign up today. I got to know, what do you think Ohio State's going to do this year? <laughs> well, Ohio State's Ohio State. They're always, re- you know, they're just like any of the Georgias and the Alabamas and, and all these other big teams. They just reload, and now it's a new quarterback. Cha-ching! Yep. Um, well, yeah, we get a new quarterback every year, it seems like. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. I mean, so, and look at who we have. So I, I just wish one of them would really, and I'm hoping Fields and maybe Stroud can break the trend. When was the last highest state uh, quarterback we yeah, had? Yeah, we, we were having that discussion the other night. Yeah, too. we got a little dry spell there. Of some yeah, like Hall of Famers, uh, right? It, we had to go. Yeah, we had to go pretty far. You know, Fields at times looks lost. Sometimes he looks okay. I mean, obviously his feet. From a fantasy perspective, helps, but how long, you know, ask Lamar Jackson's, ask right. RG3. That was running quarterbacks, one hit near toast. And I get it, one hit can take down anybody, but, you know, Lamar's been hurt too much. Um, you know, we'll see how Jalen Hurts does. The Hurts seems to kind of have more one yard runs and seems to be a better passer. Fields, uh, I'm not 100% sold on. They did get DJ Moore, which certainly will give them the best receiver he's had. Maybe that helps the situation. But I think the Bears will continue to stay in their run first pass if necessary. You know, if he doesn't see a guy in three seconds, he's off to the races. That seemed to work for them when they were kind of on a roll there. But then teams started shutting that down, and and then it kind of fell apart. So um, I like their young running back, Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, but we didn't think Jalen Hurts was going to be Jalen Hurts two years ago. So, Right. Well, yeah. we're going to be in those playoffs. Oh, Ohio State. They'll be in the in the college oh, playoff. Yeah. Probably. I mean, yeah. 
Michigan has been better the last couple of years. So at least now they yes. have some competition. They can't just sleep through that game like they mm. tried to and gotten their ass beat. But, you know, I mean, I'm a Ohio State fan, but like I have a friend and his wife who went to Ohio State and they literally bleed Scarlet and Gray. Like everything in their house is Scarlet and Gray. The world stops when they come on TV and it's like, I'm not that fan. I go to a game. In fact, we've went to an away game for the last eight years and we're trying to hit them all um, before the West Coast teams come. Yeah, uh, we have I think Maryland and we've done all the Maryland. I think it's Maryland and Rutgers. I think that's the two teams left that we haven't done. Yeah, a bit of, a bit of travel for those two. So yeah. we would we would be remiss not to take advantage of this opportunity. What's the best short story you have about rubbing elbows with one of the stars you were talking about earlier? Boy, there's so many. Bum Phillips. My buddy picks up Bum Phillips, who is there Bum to induct. Phillips. Coach. Houston Oilers coach Bum Phillips. 85, 85. No, that was uh, his son, Buddy. Um, buddy. Right. Um, when Earl Campbell was playing, which is back in the 80s. And so he's there to induct Earl Campbell into the Hall of Fame. My buddy picks him up from the airport. As soon as he picks him up, Bum looks at him and says, where's the closest place we can buy beer? So he stops whatever it was, gas station, convenience nice. store. And he buys like, I don't know, four 12 packs of Budweiser long necks, right? Nice. So picks him up, comes back, drops him off. And Bum says, hey, he said, I'm going to go out and get your keys from the front desk. I'll come back. And so when he, when my buddy walked out, he says to me, hey, Bob, you want to meet Bum Phillips? I'm like, yeah, of course. So we go back to his room. And Bum's just sitting there and, you know, so we're chatting about, you know, Earl Campbell and all that kind of stuff. And, and then we said, okay, well, you know, thanks for the, you know, the talk, Bum, we've got to leave, you know, we got to get back to work. And Bum's like, no, you're not. Where do you think you're going? And he goes, you got to have a bud with Bum. And I said, That's... okay. And he said, and he just pointed to the bathroom and his entire tub is filled with ice with all of those long necks in the bathtub yeah that would and we had sweet. we had a bud with bum um so that's a quick one the walter payton one is really interesting because i was excited for just to meet walter payton um wow, yeah. just because he's walter payton right and he's sweetness so he's going to be really cool and he's a nice guy and we're going to chat when he came in for induction we barely saw him the whole weekend in fact there was times when he didn't even want to go to the planned ceremonies that they had <laughs> And it was really weird because I was expecting not that kind of person, right? Right. And so, you know, everybody was kind of like, what's up with Walter? What is the deal? What's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's fighting, you know, with, with the Hall of Fame. Like, I don't want to go to this. Do I need to go to that? You know, anyway, long story short, the weekend ended. We were still kind of at, after either real close to when he passed away. Um, and I don't know this probably maybe 10 years ago. There was a book written about him. And it was an autobiography, and I think he had some parts in it. Obviously, he blessed it or whatever. There was a whole section on Hall of Fame weekend. And here's what happened. He was having an affair, and his girlfriend was at the Hall of Fame hotel and had her own room, and his (laughs) wife and kids had their room. Are you splitting time up? And he was, yeah. And he was hiding it from the press and his wife and everybody. And so 
how did he get from one room to the other? Did he? Did, are we talking like a Mrs. Was it Mrs. Doubtfire or something where they dress up? You know, dress up like a woman? No, no, no. I think he. Just, oh, okay. He just went to a different room, and nobody knew why he was. You know, nobody was watching him. I guess, and he probably oh, told his wife, hey, "I'm going to this event, or I'm going to do this." Thing, and she just said, "Okay," and allegedly he hung out with her. So that was going on the whole weekend, and that's why we never saw him. Wow. But I didn't know about it. So I read it in the book when somebody told me about it out of the book. And it was like, oh, it all makes sense now. Yeah. That one took 20 years to figure out. But, man. But it was really man. interesting at the time. So those are the two quick stories. Love them. That's awesome, man. That's wild. I, uh, I'm i jealous, definitely. You got to meet some, oh, yeah. some, some legends. That is for sure. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Let's let's give you the floor here. Is there anything you want to talk about that's that's coming this year that you want to plug, or or can you tell people how to get to the expo, yeah. uh, etc.? Et oh, yeah. The floor is yours. Um, so yeah, so if you want to go to the expo, go to thefantasyfootballexpo.com. Notice it's the for Ohio State. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually did that because it was also available. But anyways, thefantasyfootball.com, fantasyfootballexpo.com. Uh, get your tickets there. Get. The whole weekend package for only $85. You get both the parties you get to go to, a ticket to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, a ticket to the Expo, a T-shirt, a swag bag full of coupons, all for $85. Bucks. Best deal around. So check that out. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Bob underscore Lung. You can follow the Expo at the FF Expo. And, of course, Big Guy Fantasy Sports website to get all of your fantasy uh, consistency information after you buy the Consistency Guide on Amazon, just type in fantasy football consistency. Guarantee it's the only thing that pops up. So thank you guys again. I appreciate you coming, Bob. This has been great. And when, when you write your next book or whatever, which I think it should be including all these short stories that you have. <laughs> Somebody has said right? I should write a I write a book about all of my stories of Hall of Fame. I said, well, I don't have to be after I quit driving because there might be some disappointed people or upset people with some of the stuff that I know. <laughs> I'd love to know when that came out, man. That, those first two is just, man, yeah. can, can we get you back on? Because if you ever get a free minute, I would love Anytime. to get you just back Just let on. me know, guys. I'd be more than happy to come on and we can talk whatever you want to talk. Oh, man, that would be great. You, yeah. you might as well line those up. And uh, thanks again. You bet. Thank you, guys. Yes, sir. Hey, thank you, Bob, at under at Bob underscore Lung on Twitter. He is the Big Guy Fantasy Sports site owner, author of the Fantasy Football Consistency Guide, creator of the Clings Classic and the Expo. This is Johnny the Greek for Gary the IDP Tipster. Thank you all for listening this week. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Have a good one. 